0: Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional, and our text for today is on the book of Acts chapter 10, verse 44 to 48. And this is the continuation of our narrative that we can see here in Acts chapter 10 between Peter and Cornelius, while they were in Caesarea and Peter preached to them the gospel. Let me read to you these verses today. Acts 10, Verse verse 44 to 48. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. For they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Then Peter declared, can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people? who have received the Holy Spirit as we had, and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, then they asked him to remain for some days. While Peter was preaching, and Cornelius and the rest were listening to him, the Holy Spirit fell on all of them. It's an interesting event. They had witnessed the gift of the Holy Spirit, and the Jews who were with Peter, they were amazed. And the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured even unto the Gentiles. And what was the evidence? They were hearing them speaking in tongues and extolling God. Now, speaking in tongues, one controversial gift of the Holy Spirit. But here it's very clear that it was a confirmation that the believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. It was a confirmation that the Holy Spirit was working in their lives. It's interesting to note also that in the Bible, whenever we we see that there is a speaking in tongues or an event that believers are speaking in tongues, there are always Jews that are around. To mean that, it was a confirmation that the Holy Spirit is now working in, in the lives of other people, especially the Gentiles. Now, Paul later explained that the baptism of the Holy Spirit is the work of the Holy Spirit to incorporate everyone who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ into one body called the Church. He wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 12 to 13, and let me read, For just as the body is one, and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. And Paul even wrote in the apostles or epistle of Rome that, if you don't have the Spirit of God, you don't belong to Him. He wrote that in Romans 8, verse 9. You, however, are not in the flesh, but but in the Spirit. If, in fact, the Spirit of God dwells in you, anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to Him. Now, is the speaking in tongues a confirmation that you really have the Spirit For the of or in the case of the Gentiles here in Cornelius' household and in Cornelius' um, time during this time at Caesarea when Peter preached, it was a confirmation that they believed the Lord Jesus Christ and that they were genuinely saved. But it seems to us that as the revelation of God progressed, that like in Romans chapter 8, we have the Holy Spirit, not because we have an external evidence, like speaking in tongues. Anybody who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ is in wealth by the Holy Spirit. Whether he experienced it or not, whether he felt it or not, the Holy Spirit is in him. So if you are in Christ, the Holy Spirit is in you, whether you feel it or not. That's the truth. And that's our reality. Let's remember that when Peter saw that these things are happening among the Gentiles, particularly at Cornelius' household, with Cornelius and the rest, without hesitation, he proposed to them that they will be baptized with water. He said, can anyone withhold water for baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit, just as we have? The baptism of water was their public testimony or symbol that they belong to Christ already. It follows that a person must have a genuine personal relationship with Christ through faith first. Then he is baptized with the Spirit before he would undergo the ceremony called baptism with water. Apparently, Cornelius and the others were genuine believers of Christ. So, baptism with water is a confirmation, is a testimony, a public testimony, that one is already belonging to the Lord Jesus Christ by faith. This particular event in history that happened in in the life of Cornelius and the rest marked the start of the gospel ministry Towards the Gentiles. This paved the way that the gospel will be preached beyond the shores of Israel. This is the fulfillment that the apostles and all believers would become witnesses of Christ, starting in Jerusalem, spreading to the provinces of Samaria and Judea and to the end of the world, as God promised or Jesus promised in Acts 1 verse 8. In what way this would be be doable and possible? The Bible tells us in Acts 1, verse 8, that it's when the Holy Spirit will come upon them. In other other words, it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the book of Zechariah, we can read in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, that it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Salvation is the work of the Spirit. Therefore, let us continue to depend upon him. Unless he works, unless he moves hearts of people, people will not be born again. You will not see life. Otherwise, we're doing futile things out of the flesh. And sad to say that there are so many people today who might be attending churches, who might be doing religious things, They are faithful in the activities of the church, but are they really born again? Do they receive the Holy Spirit? Are there transformation in their lives as evidences that they really are truly born again believers? So let us examine our hearts, as Paul said in in 2 Corinthians 13, verse 5. Let us examine our hearts whether we are in the faith, unless we believe in vain. I hope, my friends, my my brethren in the Lord, I hope that you are certain about your relationship with the Lord. And when you have trusted the Lord Jesus Christ genuinely in your heart, then the reality is this, you are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in you. Your body becomes the temple of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this reality. Thank you that The Holy Spirit indwells us for those who believe in him, the Lord Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit comes and resides the hearts so that we can really say, we belong to you. The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And may you continue to work in the hearts of of, of men and women who need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as yet. Some of them, Lord, are members of our families, our friends, our colleagues. Lord, may you continue to open their eyes so that they will be able to believe the gospel, so that they will be wonderfully saved, and that the Holy Spirit will reside in your hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <laughs>